What's going on, everybody? My name is Ernie Fuentes, and you're listening to the Cool Ernie Podcast. Thanks a lot, everybody. Welcome back. Well, let me start off by saying that for the, I think, I, I want to say it was just about 20 people that emailed me asking me what had happened to the podcast and why they hadn't seen anything new uh, on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. And um, that's true. I haven't put out a podcast, I, I want to say, since August or September. Um, I've been really busy trying to uh, finish off the year with some good real estate sales. And, of course, COVID, you know, well, hey, we all know what's going on with that. And, um, you know, I, I read these these um, emails, and I said, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. And guess what? I did. And that podcast was pre-election. It was done on November 2nd. I actually just published it right now, so it should be available um, on Apple and all the other podcast venues uh, pretty soon. Now, what makes this podcast unique is that the fact that I did it pre-election. The name of the podcast is, Who is the Best Devil? I encourage everybody to listen to it. It's going to make you think. And now, since it's post-election, you're going to say, hey, that's exactly what I did, or no, it's not exactly what I did. So it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to hear people's comments on that, especially since it was done pre-election. Now, the reason I didn't release it, because some of you may ask yourself, well, why didn't you just release it? You know, what's the big secret? Well, the reason I didn't release it is because I I really didn't want to influence anyone, and not that I think that my little small podcast that I have, or or even myself as a person, have enough power to influence people's decisions or influence their uh, uh, their decision making ability in in regards to a political election. It, that's not what I think. But I did feel that could I make somebody change their selection? Maybe one, two people out of the 200 some so many people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, I did think that. And I didn't want to do that. I, I felt this election was um, a personal thing. I felt it was... Uh, there was a lot at stake, economy, um, you know, our our country being split down the middle. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff. And I felt that it was a personal decision. And I want everybody, I wanted everybody to make up their own decision on what they felt was best for the country. I didn't want to be a Fox. I didn't want to be a CNN. I didn't want to be any of those guys saying, hey, you know, vote for this guy or vote for that guy. And I, hey, I just kind of called it the way I saw it. And at that point, you know, you, you had to make a decision of who you thought was the best devil. So hopefully everybody will listen to it. Like I said, I think you'll find it very interesting. 
So now moving on to today's subject, which is the flavor of the week. You guys all know what it is. It's the vaccine. That's the newest thing on the block. It's what we're all talking about. And the question, the number one question being, are you going to take it or not? (laughs) Are you going to let them shoot you up or not? Well, um, you know, you're going to have, you know, people are going to tell you that you should do it. You're going to have people that say that you shouldn't do it. You're going to have people that are going to say, hell no, I ain't taking that shit. Um, (laughs) I mean, I've heard it all. I'm going to be a rebel, Ernie. I'm not going to take it. You know, uh, they're they're injecting a microchip into me. They're going to follow me. Um, you name it. I've heard everything. Now, why is this happening? Well, the reason this is happening is because this generation and the previous one are, have been blessed by my generation. For those of you who don't know, I'm 62 years old and I'm a boomer. So, I know very well about forced vaccinations because I remember quite vividly being in elementary school in New Jersey and them announcing over the public address system, everybody to report to the auditorium for your vaccination. And, you know, and all of us had a march in a single file. We had to roll up our sleeve and you just took that shit. I mean, they just shot you up with it. And that happened like, I think every so many years they would do that. Every year, every so many years, they came out with some new thing and you had to get shot up. As a matter of fact, one year, I remember they shot me up with some like air pistol type thing. It shot like a, like air into my arm. Maybe some medical person out there can tell me what that was. But um, it looked like a gun hooked up to uh, an air hose, almost like 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 a painter would use. And they just put that thing up to my arm and psh, shot that whatever it was into me. And you think about it, you say to yourself, "Well, was is this a bad thing?" Well, I don't know. I I would have to say it was a good thing, right? Because this generation and the one previous and the one previous to that, you ask these parents, hey, do you know what mumps is? Do you know what measles are? Do you know what scarlet fever is? Do you know what polio is? Holy crap, polio. That was horrible. Horrible. And, I mean, they'll tell you no. They they get those shots. You know, the kids get the shots before they go to school. You know, it's mandatory and um, and that's it. You don't know the horrors of, you know, your kid getting measles or your kid getting mumps or tuberculosis. Oh, I remember it. I remember that vaccination. It was like a like a, a five prong star thing. And they used to poke your arm with it. And if if it got raised in the next few days after that, then you had to 
go to a doctor immediately because it said you you might be have tuberculosis. So we have generations of children that don't know and their parents that don't know, you know, uh, anything about these diseases and haven't had to suffer watching their children have these diseases because of the fact that my generation and the government at that time forced everybody to do it. You know, everybody had to get it. Um, now, I'm sure that there was people that didn't get it. I'm sure, you know, people that, hit, I don't know, I guess they decided not to get the shots or whatever, or who knows? I, I mean, I, I, I'm not aware of that. If somebody's out there that knows what happened back then, because I was a kid, so, you know, I just got shot up. And I remember they would give a paper and your parents had to sign it. And next day, and, and everybody signed it. You know, you, I mean, I guess you couldn't even go to school if you if you didn't get the shot. Um, but we don't see those diseases anymore because of those vaccinations. So it brings us to our current topic is like this whole vaccine vaccine thing is a double edged sword. Was there people that suffered under the polio vaccine? Yes, there was. If you look it up there was a bad batch of polio vaccines that came out during that time. And it actually gave people a bunch of people. I don't know how many polio. It actually, these are people that, that had no symptoms that did not have polio. They took the vaccine and they ended up getting it. And, and now, now again, you know, a scientist now will tell me, well, Ernie, you know, science has become different you know this vaccine is different than than that one that one used like dead cells uh and you know blah 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 and again i'm not a medical professional and i do not even pretend to be so uh yes i'm sure that could be an argument that this vaccine is a lot safer in general or or has a lot of risk that that vaccine at those days had maybe this, this one doesn't have it but i think you know the issue here is 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 not about the vaccine, and I think the issue is not about uh, people taking it. The issue here is remember trust. That's what it's about. It's all about trust. Do we trust these scientists, and do we trust the federal government? And we have gotten to a point in this country where. A hundred percent, we do not. We don't trust corporations. We don't trust the government. We don't trust, you know, uh, people in general. And why? Why is that? Well, the reason we don't trust people is because they've lied to us. We have had situations where the government corporations and people who said they were uh, know-it-alls or experts or whatever, they ended up lying to us. And in the process of that lying, people were hurt. And then what's even worse about all this is the government and these corporations end up just kind of just like filing bankruptcy or they get hit with lawsuits 
and um, they end up uh, getting their lawyers to settle these, you know, these uh, claims out of court. Uh, everybody ends up signing non-disclosure agreements, and then you never hear about it. And um, but at the end of the day, people were hurt, and people know what's going on. They know that this is happening. So they're like, well, wait a minute. Do I want to take this vaccine? What about if this vaccine's, you know, I don't have COVID right now. What about if this vaccine hurts me or kills me or, or, you know, I heard something right now where some people were afflicted with some type of thing where it, it, uh, it almost like a stroke that affects their face. And, you know, I don't know what to believe anymore on the internet, but, uh, you know, you hear this stuff, you know, and, and since we don't have a credible source anywhere, because you don't know what to believe, uh, of course, people are scared. People are scared. So that leaves us with the situation of what do we do? Because the vaccine will be a good thing in one way or another. A vaccine. I'm not going to say you know, I'm not going to say Pfizer's vaccine or Moderna's vaccine or anybody's vaccine. It, 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 the vaccine, a vaccine is going to be good for this country and the world. But are we ready to take that now? Like with the rush that was put into it and, you know, uh, and, you know, they sped these tests up. They, you know, project war speed and. So how confident do we feel? So then it leaves us again back to square one, which is what do we do? Well, this is my take on this. I always look at people when, it, when the decision like this has to be made. I always look at people that have the most to lose. So let's look at the government. What do they have to lose? Jack. That's what they have to lose. Jack. If you take this vaccine and you croak 15 minutes afterwards, guess what? All they're going to do is deactivate your social security number and say and send you some letter and, uh, hey, listen, we're very sorry for your loss. They're going to send that to your family. So you know what? Let's take them off the list because you know what? They got nothing to lose. Let's look at the corporations. Let's look at what they have to lose. So any of the corporations that are producing this, this vaccine or that are, you know, uh, going to distribute it or anyone that has anything to do with it, uh, uh, you know, getting it inside of you. Again, I'm sure they're going to make you sign some disclaimer when you take this vac- vaccine saying, you know, we're not responsible. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's it's that it's that verbiage that you hear, you know, every time you see a car commercial on TV that you hear this guy in the background. Blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, that's that's the attorney. And they're going to make you sign some disclaimer that says, you know, you're taking this vaccine and you may result. Blah, 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 blah. Well, and inside that blah, 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 whatever is going to be like death or God knows what. I mean, all you have to do, I mean, you don't, you don't really have to believe me. All you have to do is listen to these commercials that you see from medicine that you see on TV. Just listen to those. They, you know, they tell you how great the medicine is. And it goes, well, you know, and, uh, and Ernie's medicine may have, uh, you may experience death. You may experience your arm falling off. You may experience, you know, so they, 
they they tell you on TV what could happen to you. And sometimes I'm in shock because it'll be some type of medicine for something simple like, you know, a pimple medication. And I'll say, you know, this pimple medication has a 90% effective rate, but you could, you know, you could grow a second eye or, uh, or you know, and, and, and your arm may fall. And you're saying to yourself, well, wait a minute. If I just have a, a little pimple on my cheek, you know, why am I taking this medication that may cause liver damage or this or that or whatever, you know, but hey, you know what? And the, the rule of law is disclosure, disclosure. If you disclose, you're good, you know, because at least you told people. So if they're coming out and they're saying, hey, they're making you sign this paper or they're telling you or whatever the case may be, they're saying, hey, you take this vaccine and this may happen to you. Guess what? You're you're going to have very little recourse. And even if they do settle with you, it's not going to be worth anything close to the suffering that you may have. So, so let's, let's cross off the corporations because they have millions of dollars invested in attorneys and you know that you ain't going to be able uh, to fight them and their credibility is in question. You know, we don't know. Um, we're not privy uh, as a nation to everything, all the investigations that went on during this, the tests and, and everything. And let's face it, corporations don't have the best record as far as being truthful. So then who does that leave? Well, it leaves my favorite group, and it's the group that I'm going to be listening to. Okay. The people that are going to help me make this decision that we're all now faced with is the famous doctors and the famous scientists. Those are the people that I'm going to be listening to because they're the ones that have the most to lose. A person that has worked 20, 30, 40, 50 years of their life studying diseases and had anything to do with this vaccine and is willing to put their name to it, you got to kind of say, hey, I'm noticing you. Because why? They're not going to put up, they're not going to risk their reputation. They're not going to risk their uh their, you know, uh, status in the medical community, they're, they're, they're not going to risk all that to put their name on a vaccine that they know, that they may know personally, that is no good for you. So those are the ones that I'm going to be listening to. They're the ones that are going to help me make my decision because a person that can come out and say a doctor or a famous scientist, notice how I said the word famous, that's well known from whatever part of the world he or she may be, that's willing to slap their name on a specific vaccine. It's because they feel that it meets their personal guidelines and they have a lot to lose 
because no that I, I mean I, common sense would tell you that no doctor that has that type of uh, credibility is gonna jeopardize all that just to put a vaccine out there because if that vaccine go kills thousands of people then they're gonna point people are gonna point the finger at that doctor they say you know hey Dr. Joe or whatever you're the one that said this was safe. You know, and, and then, you know, and, and back in the day, they would tar and feather people for that sort of thing. You know, so, you know, that's the person that's going to lose their livelihood. That's the person that's going to lose their credibility. That's the person that's going to be ruined for the rest of their life. So they're the ones that you got to look at and say, and say, hey, you know what? You know, this guy, you know, he's, you know, some scientist or whatever. He has... You know, he has all kinds of letters after his name. You know, what does this guy say? You know, what does he say about about this vaccine? So, um, and 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 I think it's these people that are going to make the difference on whether us as a nation and other nations, such as the UK and Canada, um decide to take this vaccine now the united states is a rebellious nation i mean hell our our core is is being rebellious and i can foresee a large percentage of people not taking it but i think they they're saying that if 70 percent of the population takes it that you know that should be enough hey but the question is whether you're going to be part of that 70% that takes it or the 30% that doesn't. But what I'm urging people to do, at least all my listeners is um, this. Obviously this is not a decision that needs to be made lightly. Uh, There has to be some thought put to it. And um, I would go on the internet and research the people that are standing behind it. And um, and say, you know, see what they say about it. And then, of course, there are, I'm sure there's people out there that are not going to take it. Physicians, even physicians that are not going to take it, you know, so those people might be might be good to listen to those people and say, hey, well, listen, hey, if you're a physician, why aren't you taking this thing? You know, maybe they're privy to some information that we're that we're not being given. So, um, so that's, uh, that's the dilemma we have now in front of us. The good thing is that we have the thing called the internet, which, you know, I tell people that are way younger than I am. I tell them all the time. I said, listen, guys, if there's one thing that's good about the internet is that there's a lot of information out there. Some of it may be fake. Some of it may be real. But guess what? It's out there because pre-internet, really all you had was a library and newspapers and you really didn't know what to believe at that point, you know, but at least now, you know, yeah, some whack job can put stuff on the internet, but then again, you can have intelligent people that put stuff on the internet. So you, you have the, you know, they have the best of both worlds. So, um, I encourage everyone to uh, do their homework like I'm going to do, investigate 
who the um, the people are, like I said, that the have something to lose in this situation if they advocate this vaccine and see what they say. See what they say. Ladies and gentlemen, it was nice hanging with you. Um, again, you can catch the Cool Learning Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, all, all those venues. Um, catch this one. It will be posted up in about uh, probably about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, catch the last one that I did, which is also available right now, which is episode, I believe it's nine, who is the best devil, which is the one I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. I'm sure you'll find it very interesting. Until then, everybody take care of themselves. See ya.